Welcome back, everybody. It is 2020. (laughs) And 2020 has been a really, really odd year. And we're only five days in. Like, politically, in the whole world realm, we have Iran and now Kenya. Australia is on fire. And um, me personally, my niece is sick. And I want to dedicate this episode to my niece, Leia. She's sick out in Atlanta in the hospital. And it's a weird thing for me because in our family, we, we get like colds and stuff, but never like admitted into the hospital sick. So this is a beast of a different nation, nature to me and beast of a different nation. Throwing out book titles. Um, skew <laughs> book titles at that. So today we're just going to talk about, you know, 2020 book goals and book lists and all of that stuff um, when it comes to reading. And again, I'm Coco with Coco Card Reading. This is a podcast about um, books, black books, black authors, uh, alternative black culture as far as, you know, um, reading the whole diaspora. Not going more into that with this, ap- uh, this uh, episode also, um, <laughs> also um, with just alternative lifestyle in the black community and how, you know, we can be accepting and nurturing and empowering in that uh, through our reading, through our literacy. I'm here and I'm in a whole mood, okay? I am a complete not her mood. I am sitting here with um, my house shoes on, got my incense burning. I am like super ready to like get into the episode, let you guys know how I want to do 2020, you know? I want to go ahead and, you know... Um, the goals I have for the podcast and the goals I have reading and all of that. The focus of this group is to encourage literacy in the black community. And with that, I want to make you excited to read, excited about the books that I read and maybe like go off on your own and expose yourself to new books. Um, so that's, that kind of feeds into, you know, my book goals. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start about, talk about my actual book and reading goals, and I'll talk about channel goals, and then we go into the regular formats, which is, you know, what I'm reading now, well, pretty much a summation of what I read in December, and then, you know, talk about Coco Caught doing other things, so if this is interesting, follow along, just continue listening. <laughs> My goal for each one of these episodes is to make it 30 minutes. None of them have been 30 minutes, but that is also my goal because I want you to be able to do other things. And I know that over 30 minutes, people kind of lose, they lose interest. I don't want you to get lose interest.
So I have like five, I guess, specific book goals that I've actually written down. Um, but one, but I also have like a general goal for the reading that I am want to accomplish. My first specific book goal is my Goodreads reading challenge goal, and that's 52 books. Um, I know for sure I'm going to do more than 52 books just because my, my schmoody mood mood. Only way I'll probably do less than that is um, depending on how grad school goes and working and going to grad school, which um, I actually include my grad school books into that. <laughs> so my classes are eight weeks long. That's one book, but I tend to listen to more audiobooks around that time too to decompress let's just say I got two journal goals speaking of that but I have that 52 book goal I also have like a stretch goal and that's because I want to read the complete food wars series um if you have never heard of food wars it's a manga uh, by I'm going to slaughter the name <laughs> is a um by oh yuto sukuda yuto sukuda um is a food wars is about pretty much it's about a son of a chef who ends up going to a culinary school and it's supposed to be like a culinary elite school and they compete for like they do like informal like battle of the dorm type situation and then they do actual class competitions they i read about eight volumes already but i'm going to start from the beginning start from scratch um and then they have also have an anime which i've watched every single episode of the anime (laughs) like every single episode is like and then it's supposed to end um it's supposed to be ending um publication and it started yeah it's supposed to end so the last version is the last issue if it hasn't already released supposed to release in like march so um, i'm it's bittersweet because i really love like this manga is has been the one that like really got me into mangas food wars and um food wars and attack on titan got me into manga um and comics outside of like regular cop like i should say regular comics but more like american comics and sin city things like that got me into you know like saga and if you listen to my first episode you know i, I was i've been listening to i mean i've been reading saga which is a it's considered an epic comic, I guess. Um, I really want to know, like, where does the line draw from manga and <laughs> manga and uh, epic comics? Because they're kind of like the same. I guess it would be the or- country origin, which if it's American, it'd be a comic. And if it was Japanese it, or Asian in general, it's a is a manga I'm guessing not being specific 
I may need to go ahead and do that res- that uh, research and educate myself and pass along that education to you all. Um, plus, there's some other uh, like comics that I want to get into. Like, I just uh, got hip to Black Sand Entertainment, and they're doing more like cartoons, but they also do comics, which I'll be interested to uh, read those as well. So I think. 52 is a very low number with, um, but I always feel like this at the beginning of the year. I always have these lofty reading goals and then life happens and I'm like, I was, so I end up reading 40 for this 2019. I end up reading 40, which my goal was 50, but I understand where my shortcomings were with those. I read some really hefty books in 2000. 19 I read like the testament I read a hundred thousand kingdom kingdoms I did hundred thousand kingdoms by NK Jemison um, I read some really thick books I, I read a uh, crazy rich girlfriend or Asian rich girlfriend by Kevin Kwan which is again it's a thick it's a thick one uh, so I read that but that's 52 books is my goal reading goal um, I'm going to see where I get to. Um, the second one is to read the complete, like specific goal is to read the complete food war series. Um, my third goal is I want to read the blessing series by Beverly Jenkins. If you do not know who Beverly Jenkins is, pause this episode. I give you the permission, pause the episode, do a web search real quick and then let me gush about her okay like beverly jenkins is everything to black romance and black historical romance she is amazing i've gushed about her in at least two episodes and we only into four (laughs) we only into four episodes here so i want to read the blessing series which the blessing series is how i i was exposed to um, Beverly Jenkins um, we I am in one of my book clubs online is Mocha Girls Read I joined that that group on Goodreads now I'm in the Facebook group if the opportunity presents itself and I am able to get a book club started I, I'm not sure if I want to started underneath the Mocha Girl Reads for Baltimore if I want to do something else. I was recently approached by someone on Facebook who says that she's from Baltimore and um, had listened to my podcast. I hope she's um, hope she's listening here again. I will put, I got a special thank you that's in the show notes for you. If you if you're listening, I can't pull up her name right now because I'm actually recording this on my phone like I prefer recording on my phone than my computer. I started this episode out actually recording on my computer. I had to delete everything. But I digress. One of the things you'll learn about me is that, and which reason why these episodes are never 30 minutes long, is because I go into tangents. My attention span is very short. I don't know how I'm a reader when I'm seriously like, you give me one topic. I'm going to do like five topics outside of it, but that is all related to it. Yeah. So, um, in the series so far, 
I have read three of the ten books. Well, one is going to be released on March 3rd. And I'm excited about this because my birthday is March 4th. So this is like, I'm trying to read these 10 books in the next, what, two months? Two months? But I've already read three of those books. So I legitimately only have to read six. And one of them is a novella, which is great. So it's a short, short one. And these books are just Beverly Jenkins does her research she does her research like I learned so much about African-American history people of African descent in America um, our history through her through her books and like I was never taught that Frederick Douglass was a philanderer but I read in her book and then it's like confirmation comes from the universe so confirmation came from other places other books I read general conversation a video like it was like once I was exposed to that all of a sudden the universe starts sending confirmation about that because you I'm all I was like eh, I don't know was he and then of course I read something else listen to something else uh, see a different video or something like that and it sends confirmation about something I was questioning as the complete truth so I read bring on the blessings a second helping something old something new so what I have left is a wish and a prayer which is a full book now crystal clear is a novella about one of the characters which I'm familiar with the character from the other books um, heart of gold for your love Stepping, stepping to a new day, chasing down a dream, and second time sweeter are the books that already came out. And then we're gonna have on the corner of Hope and Maine is scheduled to be released on March third. That is the first book I'm excited that is coming out this year. <laughs> I'm super excited. Can I tease y'all a little bit? <sighs> okay, my favorite book is Home Going by Yas in uh Yah in in uh, Yasi. I do not know how to um pronounce a name. I'm terrible at pronouncing names when I'm reading. <laughs> if you give me someone's name on a piece of paper, I'm like, oh yes, yeah, yeah, you know, it's Yasi or Jasi or something like you know, I'm really good at that. But reading names, oh my God, please forgive me. Something is wrong with me. I think it's something wrong with me, <laughs> legitimately. But she has a new book coming out in September 15th. I've already put it, put it on my calendar. And it's called Transcendent Kingdom. That is the second release that I'm looking for. And again, I'm going off on a tangent, still talking about books, trying to get y'all hype about the things I'm, I'm hype about <laughs> so my fourth specific goal is to be is to be a better participant of my book groups sometimes it's hard to sometimes it's hard to keep up with book clubs especially since I'm one of those people like I am an intellectual 
and sometimes that is like a, a blessing and a curse and sometimes being intellectual means that if I'm not engaged in the conversation or the discussion um, that I'll just disengage and I just walk away I do that in real life talking my best friends and friends can probably tell you even my family like if it's if it's not engaging me intellectually or mentally I totally will like walk out the room or just check out I'm a Pisces he daydream all the time so I want to be a better participant in that and my book clubs right now are um, my alumni book club I'm an alumna of Alabama A&M University so we have a, a alumni book club I just wish they had changed the like the where they host it it's on some weird site it's hard to engage remotely I have to go on my laptop and most of the time I'm only on my laptop to do like personal work personal professional work I even apply for jobs on my phone so I'm using only on my laptop to like send back I don't know. Really, I'm only on my laptop to play video games. I mean, let's let's make it plain. I'm trying to make myself seem better than what I am, and it's not working. I'm really on my laptop to play video games and to watch Netflix and Hulu while I'm in my room. Just being honest, that's where I am. So, also, I'm with like one of my really, really, really good friends. She's like a little sister to me. She has a uh, a book club, online book club called Black Cooler Readers. I named it. I named it. I named it. I named it the book club. So it's on Facebook. You can go ahead and find the book club on, on Facebook. So if you are looking to connect with some readers, Stephanie, go ahead and seek us out. It's Black Pool of Readers uh, on Facebook. Also, like... Again, I was mentioning this before with Mocha Girls Read, which is a, they may even be global at this point, um, but definitely a national book club and uh, hosting sites on Goodreads and also on Facebook that you can find us. And if you are looking to get some really good book recommendations and the diversity of the books that Mocha Girls Read is impressive, to say the least. Also, choosing of the books. Have if you ever been in a book club where, like, the main person or they have a committee or council of people who choose the books people read throughout the year? Like, I was in another book club, and it's pretty popular, and I'm still subscribed to this stuff, so I'm not going to mention their names. But they come out with a book list at the beginning of the year for the whole year. That doesn't leave any type of democracy into choosing the books. And sometimes they, they choose books that you have to buy from specific people. So I just fell off. Like with that book club, I just fell off. I'm like still subscribed to some of their social media things. But basically, I'm not even active in the book club. Don't even say anything, you know. Um, but those are my like three book clubs. Now, it was supposed to be a new Baltimore book club for black women. And I haven't been contacted by the um, organizer yet. I've been in emails with her, 
but I am new to the area so I, but I do have a I'm very a I'm very organizing if that can make any sense um I uh again I'm an INTJ personality type which means the nickname for the INTJ is the architect so I am one of those people that can plan things, boom, 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 plan things very efficiently. And I asked her if she needed any help. She said no. So I've been waiting around to get the, um, I've been waiting around to go ahead and get a email or text message or IM or anything that says like, yo, this is when we're reading. When we when we meeting and when we reading. I did see one other, but I do want, I want to be with something that's local. So through because of my interest, things have popped up on social media. So I have a like a meeting with one book club coming up. So we'll go ahead and see about that. I'm excited to to meet local people. Um, I live out here in the boonies. I live in greater Baltimore area, but I'm in the boonies. I like being out here in the boonies and I want to make this area Baltimore, greater Baltimore my forever home so I definitely need to get some social skills <laughs> going on I really I really do want to help you know um one of my overall resolutions is to be more social and I'll talk about that a little bit later after we go over the books so being better uh, at my book club participation is one of my specific goals and another specific goal is to be better at journaling and annotations. Now, annotating with ebooks is kind of easy because I can do that on my tablet where I can just highlight, make a note, type what I, you know, the reason why I have it there, but physical books and, um, physical books and library books are more difficult because I can't notate a library book, you know, I can't just write up there, but put tabs in their books. So using my bookly app to add quotes, to add notes, also, you know, being, you know, uh, journal, journaling, having a reading journal. And when I say reading journal, I'm not talking about just what I read. I'm talking about the way I feel, what I, my thoughts, like I'm reading Children of Virtue and Vengeance right now. And I'm only like 30, 30 pages in this morning. And I was like, I was like scribbling down, writing pages and pages of what I think about the things because I don't ever want to walk away from a book and not learning something about myself or about literature, about words. I don't ever want to walk away from a book without learning something. I think we should be students of the world, not just of the academic system. We should be able to learn something from everything in life. YouTube videos, magazines, books, we should be able to learn. So um, I want to get better at keeping a reading journal and annotating the books I have. So those are my five specific reading goals.
So when it comes to like like general goals, I really is only one general goal, really. And that is to read more of the diaspora. And that comes from Comfy Cozy Up. I watch her YouTube videos. If she ever listened to podcasts, I would totally geek out. Like, somebody just slid this to her. I, I would totally geek out because she's one of those people that I follow on YouTube that I really enjoy their recommendations. I started watching her because I was last year, my goal was to read more black romance. I don't know how, how I did that. I did on that, but you know, I that was my goal. And I started watching her YouTube channel for that specific reason. Because when I typed in African-American romance or black romance um, in YouTube, her channel popped up. And she, her goal for 2019 was to read more of the diaspora. And I want to adopt that for my 2020 because even though I feel like I read a lot of diaspora, I had to look at my books and realize that I don't read too much of, I mostly read, how I put this, I mostly read African-American and, or people of African descent in America and people of African descent of, uh, in, in the continents of Africa, continents of Africans. I don't read too much of Caribbean, which I can, I respect Caribbean culture. Um, I read The Polished Hoe a couple years ago, I think. And that's probably like the last time I read, um, t- last time I read somebody from the Caribbean. Um, yeah, that may be true. And even with my African books, I feel like I can do much better. I can definitely do much better. We can always do more, much better about learning each other because um, I say this all the time, being black is not linear. Um, there's no one way to be black. There's multi, we, have, we are multitude and diverse people in our own right globally you know so if I'm able to get to some African Australian or indigenous Australian books um East African because a lot of the times we read books from when I I can only speak by myself when I read books from um African authors usually West African or an immigrant of somebody that's West African. I want to read about, I think I have some books on my list far as um, African um, experiences and African authors from, or people, when I say African, I mean people of African descent that are in that country. Um, for um, Canada, um, reading more about Afro-Mexicanas or Mexicanos. Um, I want to read more of a diaspora, more Brazil, more South American, more Caribbean, more East African, more North African. Um, If, you know, finding my way through this 
expansive world and community that we are all under and pretty much bringing that together. I really want to go ahead and do that because we are, we're one people that is spread all over the the earth and we have different experiences based off how we got there and you know how what our experience has been since we've been there and um I want to go ahead and shake things up (laughs) so I want to read some um some uh non-fiction some fiction just see how it goes you know um so I really want to see where that goals this year as well is and that's not a specific goal to me it's just a general goal because I'm like I just want to read more of the diaspora so I want to be more open to books that are not in my you know not to my general location um so as far as channel goals and I'm gonna go ahead and look this is on the top by one thing um, channel goals or podcast goals. I don't know why I said channel goals. Podcast goals. That I do know why. Because one of my goals. So maybe starting next month, I'm going to do a YouTube channel or Twitch channel to supplement this to talk about, you know, kind of what I'm talking about here, or do like just specific book reviews on a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel depending on I kind of don't want to get Bezos <laughs> none of my money but that's like one of my I my, one of my things right now I want to go ahead and try it out just like that I'm trying out the podcast I appreciate every single person who listens to this podcast like every single person and I want to be able to my goal is to encourage literacy in the black community global black community and if uh, having a YouTube channel or Twitch channel will be more exposure and push that further I have to get over my insecurities and do that you know Um, which that's what's going on with the podcast I want to go ahead and get a mixer I want to make this a whole shebang and that's the only reason why I'm thinking about monetizing it is so I can put back into this channel to go ahead and make it greater, this podcast. I watch too much YouTube. <laughs> like, Vlogmas definitely got me. I definitely did not hit my book goals <laughs> because of Vlogmas. Because I wanted to, everybody that I watch on, on um, YouTube for Vlogmas, it's like, I had that feeling of, you know what? I can do this, not to take away from them, but I can add my voice to this platform. Now, will I be able to do something like vlogmas and low videos every single day? I don't think so. I don't think that that will go down, but we never know. We never know what the, what the world will bring us. Um, so far as my book goals that funnel into my real life goals, would be, you know, starting that YouTube channel and put myself out there and being more social. I want to be, I have pretty much two two life goals, really, or resolutions. I would call those resolutions. One is to be more social. I moved here from Vegas, and I was very happy in my little 
Vegas life. <laughs> I was happy in my Vegas life, but I was far away from family. And if you've ever been somebody that moved away from family, it can get tough. Things happen in life and you're just not able to get there. I think as long as I've ever been without seeing my family was like eight or 10 months when I was in Vegas and my nephew was not having it. They were not having it. So now I'm able to get home about once a month. To, I should say to see my family once a month because I don't feel like Cleveland is my home. I've been able to get there like once a month. And like I said, right now, my niece is sick and she's in Atlanta, which is a 12 hour drive from here. Have I thought about making that 12 hour drive? Absolutely, absolutely. I've been thinking about making that 12 hour drive, but I have faith in the ancestors and my guides that she's going to be okay. And um, so I had to just have peace in that. Um, I have people sending up positive prayers and affirmations and, you know, energy to go ahead and make sure my baby's okay and she's healing. So I take peace in that. And the second thing, so outside of that being more social, the second thing in my real life and how reading is affecting, I want to manage my stress. I am a stress pot and I and stress causes depression, it causes anxiety, you know, it it causes emotional eating, it causes, you know, the uh being sedentary, a sedentary lifestyle because you're just sad or depressed or just in the not in a good place and you just want to sleep it away and it causes insomnia. So things that I experience and one of the ways that I de-stress, like when I drive to work, I don't listen to music because I feel, or like talk shows because I feel like I take, I'm, a, I'm very much an empath. I take on other people's issues, which is another reason. Another thing I set in those boundaries. <laughs> um, I like to listen to audiobooks. They get me into a really good headspace. And that's something I discovered when I was in graduate school and I was still trying to hit my book book goals and I really amped up how many times I um listened to audiobooks. And I realized I went into work more calm. I was able to be more patient even when I was reading something crazy like the man from the train I was that that book gave me nightmares made me scary but you know what I would go into work with a pleasant attitude and I would and you know that was great to me so those are my reading goals my book goals my resolutions how my book goals, resolutions, and all of that is feeding into my life resolutions, my real life resolutions. Yeah, it's just, I love reading and I want everyone else. I, I'm saying this all the time. I'm gushing and gushing. Like last episode, I was geeking out. This episode, I'm gushing. <laughs> so those are my goals. Um, I'm going to talk about what I've read in December and what I'm reading now. And then I'm going to go ahead and go into the other things that I do besides reading. 
so far as December, like I said, <laughs> um, Vlogmas got me for December. Can't even lie. Vlogmas got me for December. So December, I finished reading Diamond Doris, um, which I don't know why I wanted to like finish that book for 2020. Uh, I mean, for 2019, but I'm so glad I did. Like, I have, like, the best bits in my reading journal about um, about, Dor- about Doris, okay? Doris Payne is a bad mother, shut your mouth. <laughs> she was, actually, I read Diamond Doris after I read um, A Christmas Prayer. Ooh, child. Christmas year made me like question things about life. Okay. Not life, but about reading. It's like, okay, I have very rarely disliked a book as much as I dislike that one. And I don't believe it's the writing style. And this is a Christmas prayer by Kimberly Lawson Roby. I'll go back into Diamond Doors in a minute. Let me get this out. Like, I hated this book hated it and it's I I felt like I'm sorry her name is Kimberla Lawson Roby I felt like she just needed a check real quick like let me get some of this Christmas money real quick the story lacked development of the main character like she it was like I was so upset about this character before I even finished the book. Okay, before I even finished the book, true enough. And I told I, I even called my mom, and my mom is not a reader. <laughs> she just knows how to talk me off the ledge when I get like this. So she's like one of those people, like, you know, it, they make memes about people like me, okay? I get super invested in the books, like, geek out about books. I get like, oh my God, it's like, but the main character, Alexis, is a motivational speaker, but she lacks emotional control and conflict resolution. Like, I'm not even a, I'm just like, what, you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? And of course, this is a Christian fiction book. So, oh my gosh, I, whoosh, child. I wrote a lengthy, a lengthy, um, no, I didn't. I didn't read. I cut it down because I had to cut it down because I didn't want to seem like I was a hater. But I, my, if I, um, if I write up a full review for my blog, which I am months behind on my blog, I have gotten so used to writing my thoughts down and reading journals that I really have neglected the blog. Um, but I hated this and I'm looking, I'm on Goodreads now and all the people with this friend reviews, which I have five friends who've read this. One, two, three, four people, four out of the five gave this two stars. I gave it one. And that's how I feel like <laughs> these, these four people may be my friends in real life. <laughs> if we ever met, we're gonna be friends in real life because this book made me 
angry and I'm reading, I'm on Goodreads and I'm just glossing over it because I wanted to see what I said. But everyone says the same thing. There's no character development of the main character. Of the main character. She walked away from the Christmas prayer thinking that she was right, getting everything that she wanted, but she did no work on her own self. When she walked in on that mom and told the mom, like, oh, I'm not trying to take your son away from you, I would have, my mama, Jackie, would probably popped her right in the lips. Okay? (laughs) My mother would have popped her right in the lips. Her mother just faked like she had a stroke or something. My mother would have popped her lips right on off. If I would have told my mom about breaking up with my dude because his mom didn't really like me. It's not about her. Sometimes to get the things, and this is straight from my mama's mouth and from my ancestors' mouth, if you, to get the things that you want, you're going to have to deal with some things that you don't want. There's no perfect life. There's no perfect story. And it's like, if this man could do X, Y, Z, check all your boxes, plus... And all you got to worry about is a crazy mother? Man, I'm going for it. I'm not going to let his mom stand in the way of my happiness, our happiness as a couple. I can see if I was doing him wrong. If I'm not doing him wrong. Yeah, and the way that she handled her sister, I can't, my mother would. If my mother, God forbid, if my mother passed and I treat my siblings like she treat her siblings, her sister, only sibling, my mother would bring her ghost spirit down to us and wash our mouth out with soap. Okay, my mother does not play that. You don't, you don't beef with your with your siblings like that. You can, you can be totally different people. As siblings, you don't grow apart. I was raised very much so. You may grow as an individual, but in the world, if without your parents. Your siblings are all you have. You know? Ah, she ignored me so bad. I called my mom. I called my friends. I'm sitting here it's t- uh, messaging my friend like this. I can't stand it. <laughs> I really had a whole episode about this book. And I was hoping, I told my mom, the only way I can forgive this book is if she learned her lesson throughout this book. And she never learned her lesson. And I was, oh, I was so annoyed with this book so annoyed but after that in order to wash my mouth out (laughs) like I had to do with the book from last from November had to wash my brain out um because that was nonfiction November yeah I had to wash my brain out with something that was more interesting and I that was in came Doris Payne looking like Diane Carroll her international jewel theft thief of a self she came in like the book is not a literary masterpiece and one of the the reviews on goodreads i'm not on it right now but i remember it and it was like oh yeah this is a literary masterpiece i hate that people slang that word around so easy easily um it's not super well written but the stories are so good and she is so quintessential 
old style Cleveland woman. Like those are like, I always been one to love my elders. So when I was growing up, I was sitting at the feet of my great aunts, you know, my great uncles, their friends, like all my, all my cousins and my brothers are all outside playing. I'm sitting at the table with them, just crowing knowledge, grow me a jewel over here. And I will have to listen to their stories and she reminds me like <laughs> she probably came to one of those parties it just seemed like you know she probably came to one of those parties or came to you know one of them places my elders were at or they told her stories but she has some stories she has she's a phenomenal woman she's a strong woman she like I felt so close to her like the char- the character or the the person herself, Doris. I felt close to her. Um, she bucked the system with her own definition of feminism off the GP, her own idea of revolutionary of being a revolutionary. She she did that. She did that. She definitely was like when she had doubts about when she had doubts about being a thief or you know stealing things she was like look these people that went into Africa and stole these made my people work hard it's only befitting that I go in here and steal these pieces you know she can learn a game she is a hustler and I don't like using the term hustler but she was a hustler and I really enjoyed Diamond Doors like I gave it, I think I gave Diamond Doris four stars, three or four stars. And yeah, I gave it like four stars. And the reason why I didn't like give it a full five stars because it wasn't real well written. Like I feel like the um, ghost writer or the person who wrote it for her, like took her stories, um, probably edit it down if that makes sense you can you can tell that she wanted to go more into it and but the you know the person I was putting every the editor that's putting everything together and actually writing it for her was not um was not um going to go full full blown they probably was like, you know, it's not really going to sell because this is too outrageous. You and the Jewish guy and, you know, use friends with his wife. And no, they needed to be all the way, all the way bare. This was, she was notorious. Okay. Notorious. And I feel like her story is notorious. This book like the writing needs to be needed to be notorious and it just wasn't it was like she's not an author so as an editor or the ghostwriter you have to make her you have to convey the story it would have been a lot of more like jaw-dropping experiences for me like when she you know when she was walking out the door like you know how she was uh, mistaken for like Daryl Strawberry's wife or something like that. Like it would be more jaw dropping experiences that I feel like that was taken out of the story. Cause you can kind of tell like things are like, okay, let's edit this down. 
you can tell that um so that's the reason why i gave it like it really i would have gave it three and a half stars but i was so close to her as the the character of the book that (sighs) i gave it four i got four stars and then the last one i read because like i said vlogmas got me vlogmas vlogmas when it came to makeup channels when it came to book channels it got me because the things i love makeup uh books they got me they definitely got me um <laughs> when it comes to those things i got that vlogmas got me if you want to talk about reason why i wasn't able to reach my goals it's because of vlogmas <laughs> So the last book I read, and this is like a throwback book. I have never read it, but December I like to read like Christmassy stuff. And so, and I'm, I don't think I'm alone with that. Even if, even though I'm not religious, I still like to read like Christmassy stuff. Most of the stuff that goes on about Christianity and all that stuff. But I decided to read Eric Jerome Dickey's Naughty or Nice. Ooh, child. I realized I'm a different writer. I mean, different reader than I was when I was growing up. Because I used to read, like, Eric Jerome Dickey books. And now I wouldn't even, like, he came out with two books in, like, the last year or year, few years. <laughs> not even on my to-read list. Not even factored in. And it has nothing to do with him as a writer. It's just the content. It's not my type of content anymore. I think I just listen to like totally different books nowadays, or to- totally different topics. You know, sci-fi and um, Afrofuturism are my key genres, and then nonfiction are my key genres. So I think this ultimately led me away from his books also I think I think it's kind of corny even listening to this and being alive during the 90s and reading other things during the 90s I I don't want to say that I don't want it doesn't mean that he's not good there's tons of people that like Eric Jerome Dickey and I don't want to be an elitist or anything but far as my taste it's just not my taste but I read Naughty or Nice, which is about three sisters um, who, I'm just like kind of their sexual exploits, you know. Um, I, think I, I think I read some like lengthy, I think I kind of went lengthy with my review. I'll put it in my phone. Um, Oh, man. So it's about Frankie, Livy, and Tommy, which is a part of a series. This is a um, part of the series, the McBroom Sisters series. And, like, I'm reading the comps, and they're like, oh, I remember the twins. And I'm like, <sighs> so pretty much this entire book is about the middle sister, Livy. But... It has bits of Tommy and Frankie in it. And I maybe that's meant to make us read the other books. But it didn't make me want to read a book because I thought Livy was annoying. <laughs> I thought Livy was annoying. I wanted, like, reading the... So it, the main character is Libby. Then it's Tommy. And then they throw Frankie in there. And I guess it's different books that are 
that Frankie is the main character, but that's all I wanted to hear about. Like, that's all I wanted to be like, oh, she's interesting. Give me more. I'm a, what, what about Frankie? Uh, 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 nothing? Nothing? You, you're not going to give me anything about Frankie. Okay, she just there as a supporting character. Okay, well, this book is supposed to be about three sisters, but you only telling me about one half of one and crumbs of the of the one that I that is probably the most interesting. Frankie is very much like Frankie from Set It Off with like her personality. She's frank, she's bold. Tell it like it is, you know, which is like a quintessential 90s, early 2000s. I think this book is actually early 2000, um, which <laughs> doesn't say much about the book because I keep on putting it in the 90s. It's the early 2000, 2004. Um, they have cell phones, so I guess that does make it kind of 2000. Um, Frankie is the interesting one Livy is the one that the story is about you know I had it's like the reverse Marsha whole thing and it'd be like if Jan was if Marsha would be like Jan 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 because Jan is the middle daughter and then you know Tommy's the cute one the damaged one she's the broke one but she's the one that get all the intangibles in life so I really like Tommy's character um, I like her story development like there's a part in this book that I'm just round of freaking applause round of applause for Eric Jerome Dickey round of applause, of, of applause straight up like there's a part in this book where is Tommy's sex scene or first time with this guy and she is like Oh, the way it deals with sexual trauma, I think I was discussing this before. Hmm. Oh, I know what I was doing. I was going to talk about this and do a get ready with me. Because I'm like, I just was talking about this. I was going to do a get ready with me video to test out my YouTube channel. And the audio wasn't right. Yeah. And I was just talking about this book and the ups and downs. And so overall, I gave this book a three three star. So, I mean, that's what I read for December. Um, what I'm reading now, um, I haven't, I'm not, I haven't all the way planned out January or planned out my reading. Um, I'm kind of, I have 52 books and that's like one book a, a week. Um, so I have time, but I'm also reading book club books. So right now I'm reading um, Children of of virtue and vengeance which I really started that book today and that's because I'm almost done with Sula from um, Toni Morrison you can never go wrong with a Toni Morrison book to just put out there Toni Morrison is not just a good black author she's a great author in general her books are masterpieces she's a classic writer you know, in mainstream society, we always put uh, these European and white authors at the, as classics. Toni Morrison deserves to be in there. She deserves, she has made her seat at the table. She adorned her chair. She made her own placemat. She deserves to be at the table eating better than everybody else. Like, really, she is a beloved ancestor. 
into my book and the legacy that she has left behind. <sighs> and I'm reading the audiobook. Listen to the audio, I should say. Listening to the audiobook. And she, Toni Morrison, reads it. So it's literally like listening to your ancestor. It's amazing. It's amazing. That book is great. Um, Children of Virtue and Vengeance. So I did let people spoil the tone of the book for me, but not the actual story of the book. And people were like, oh, it's hard to get into. How sway? How is this hard to get into? From the very beginning, you getting like, maybe if you only read (laughs) the first 10 pages, but the book is the 404 pages and you only go by the first 10 pages if it's interesting and not even giving it 10% of the book because 30 pages in, I'm just like, my, 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 uh, our alarm, <laughs> reading alarm is about to go off. Like what I want to read. Like I can see crushing this book. I'm trying to pace myself because I am reading part of a book club. I'm reading part of black pool of readers. I am trying to slow down on it, but today, like I'm supposed to read until page 672. I'm on page 44 in an hour. According to Bookly, it should take me like four hours, I mean, nine hours and 40 minutes to read this book. And I can definitely see that. Like, see me crushing this book overnight, reading a couple of nights a week and crushing the whole book. But I am going to try to read it on pace because everybody doesn't read like me. So we'll definitely see. Um, with all the food wars... I, I like again I try to use my local library as much as possible I love that no name has come out has like in, made a challenge or a campaign for people to get a library card because like book hoarding I don't like to hoard anything definitely don't like to hoard books because I feel like most of the time my my to read list like is at least 550 books on books that I want to read. If I bought the book of each one of those books, it'd be it, the physical book, it'd be ridiculous. I would have my own library. And most of the time, it, with having a book goal so vast of, of you know books I want to read, I probably would never read all those books. That's on my book list. Let's make it plenty. We'll probably never read all those books that I want to read. Let alone being able to read a book a second or third time. Like outside of Food Wars manga, I don't think I'll be able to read another book. Like um, book multiple times. Like I remember my, my literary world is so vast now. I remember reading, you know, Wild Seed two and three times. And I read um, the which is going to be next episode. I've read Wild Seed a few times. I've read... Um, Parable of the Talents, I think. Those two books, the Parable books, I read those two. Well, I should say this, the whole Pattern Master series. So if you... Um, which is Octavia Butler. I read those books several times. Um, Cause I believe um, I read 
wild seed mind of my mind and pattern master it's hard to find clay's arc but also uh parable of talents and uh let me see here i gotta do i'm gonna look this up pattern pat parable of the sower sower and parable of the talents I read both of those a couple times. In fact, what's so funny is I read, <laughs> I got a parable of the talents or sower, one of those. And I was like, oh, I never read this book. <laughs> Get like halfway into the book and I was like, I read this already. <laughs> it was just a half, um, halfway through it. So I read those books multiple times. That was a really good book. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my world was so much smaller than I read um, Tana Nareev Du's Living Blood series. Read that a couple times. I still haven't read the last book because I know it's the end of the series and I'm going to feel somewhere about it. But, yeah, so, so much for keeping this, this, this episode under 30 minutes. This section has been about 30 minutes, so... Just about to go into Coco Club, doing other things, and pretty much, I didn't even have to go into that, because I just told y'all, Vlogmas, Vlogmas got me, Vlogmas got me, um, right, right now, um, just came out with Psyche K, so I'm an anime nerd, so Psyche K's, um, Remastered came out on Netflix, been watching that over a couple days, and also American Gods, which has very much inspired me to read read the book American Gods because I read it 10 years ago with my friends from college like most of us have already graduated by this time and we end up and I end up reading that um so I don't I'm watching a series and I don't and I'm like I don't remember nothing from this book isn't that trash that's terrible I don't read anything I, I mean I don't remember anything from that book so um, reading American Gods, watching Psyche K. Um, I want to go ahead and finish Fuller House. Yeah, I'm corny. And the new season of Annie with the E. Um, that's what I'm probably going to do this this uh, soon, this week. <laughs> um, I watched a lot of Christmas movies, and I felt like... Christmas movies between Lifetime and BET. It was very diverse. I'm tired of BET still depicting us as weird ghetto characters that talk funny. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of being a monolith on BET. I'm tired of it. I feel like Lifetime did a way better job of making us diverse characters then um especially the one with uh what is her name with holly robinson pete hers was good and another one with um tatiana ali that was those were too good it was another with sean patrick thomas which i didn't know he was married to a black woman yeah that's inter. it was not that it's interesting it was like enlightening for me yeah i mean because he's like my type but you know my type is usually ones that 
don't date black girls or I'm their first ever black girl. But I digress. Thank you guys for sticking around. I know this was long. I am so sorry. One day I'm going to get it right. And if you listen this much far, keep reading. And have a great 2020.